We're good now? All right. Here we go on another Sunday morning in Las Vegas, just after 8 o'clock. I'm Brian Feldman, and this is Out of Line. Uh, we're here live, same time every week on Fox Sports Radio, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM, flagship of the Western Conference, final bound Vegas Golden Knights. Also here, co-host Caleb Herring, the last UNLV quarterback to lead the Rebels to a bowl game. Producer Chris Magnum Chapman is here. Mags is also a big part of Vegas Golden Knights Radio and the all-new Raider Nation Radio on our sister station, 920 AM. And... As the overused saying goes, last but certainly not least, the guy responding to all of today's social media questions. Beats the beats the that is our intern and social media director, the only one in the country with his own theme music, Spencer the Wiz Ostrovsky. And you're never going to catch me messing up that name again. It's over. I got it. Done. Hey, the show is also streaming on the LV Sports Network, and if you're brave, you can see us on Facebook Live. The page is called Out of Line. That's O-U-T-T-A-L-I-N-E. You can also follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at Out of Line on Fox LV. That's Out of Line on Fox LV. And since the show is live, your calls are welcome to... Fox Sports Residential Bank Corp. Studio line is 702-876-1340. Hi, this is Bubby, and it's time for What's on Tap. And Vegas wins Game 7 to the Golden Knights. On to the Western Conference Final. A shutout for Robin Leonard. Yeah, the Knights are headed to the Western Conference Finals for the second time in their three-year history. There were three Game 7s, and all three were won by the teams that lost two straight and forced it to go to a Game 7. A strange but not confusing, the UNLV hopeful gets waived by the Raiders. We'll talk about that. The NBA playoffs really are better than I expected, and uh, definitely got to touch on that a bit. There's another $100 million man in the NFL. Is he worth it? There's a 8,000-to-1 long shot, very much in the running at the PGA Tour Championship. And uh, the 146th Kentucky Derby was authentic. That's terrible, isn't it? Yes. That's 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 <laughs> god-awful. I, I know somebody had to use it today, so I thought I would. That's terrible. Uh, and uh, one more thing uh, we should talk a little bit about. The Las Vegas Aces are kicking ass in the wobble. They really are. They are playing great basketball. That's what's on tap if you're looking to buy a home. Or to refinance a home you currently own. Choose a company you can trust. Residential Bank Corp. Funding America one neighborhood at a time. Hockey players, as you know, are warriors. They don't give up. They come to play every game. It's time for Nightcap. A cup full of the Vegas Golden Knights. From highlights to interviews to special events. The puck starts here. Vancouver won it, but could not clear it. Theodore shoots off the pipe and in! Vegas takes the lead! Power play goal! Shea Theodore shot it from out high with the aid of iron. Vegas on top. The first goal of the contest comes nearly 54 minutes into the night. Chris, I got to tell you something. I don't remember probably feeling a collective sigh of relief in an entire city like I did when Shea Theodore put that puck in the net the other night. It was just like such a sigh of relief because they played so well. And, 
it just seemed like nothing was ever going to get between the pipes of Vancouver. It just didn't, and that was such a monstrous goal. Well, here's the thing. They did on that goal what they had not done for the previous three games. That was get somebody in front. Get somebody in front of Demko. You block his eyes. They were talking about it for three games, and they didn't do it until that goal by Shea Theodore. I don't know why they did not get in the paint, did not block his vision, but they they did it. It doesn't matter at this point. What's done is done. They advance. They survive. They move on. Pete DeBoer had a couple beers after the game. He said he was going to do so before thinking about Dallas. A couple shots, too, I'm sure. Um, you know what? And, and it's funny. I joked around with a couple people on social media. If Pete DeBoer was playing a drinking game on how many times the broadcasters mentioned that Thatcher Demko was from San Diego and went to Boston College oh and was roommates God. with Alex Tuck, <laughs> Pete DeBoer would have dropped dead on the bench because he would have died of alcohol poisoning. I think everybody would have because... In case you There's be- more people now that know that he went to Boston College than that know Elizabeth Hasselbeck went to, went to Boston College. I didn't even know Elizabeth yeah, Hasselbeck. Wow. Went to, well, now I, know, I know Matt Hasselbeck went to Boston well, College, that's where, right? they, they went, that's where they met. She played softball there. Nobody knew but that. But she was, she was married Why to... Why do you the, know that? Isn't she married to the she was scrub on Hasselbeck, though? And that, there was a big ordeal that, that she was that dating. That matter. Why she do you know that? She was dating Matt Hasselbeck. No, not, not Matt. She, she, she was dating... Uh, the scrub. Uh, yeah. It was, well, he the had brother. A, he had a couple good games in the Washington. He was the scrub Hasselbeck. Yeah, but you know what? He's done... He had a pretty good broadcasting career. Tim Hasselbeck, Tim Hasselbeck. Yeah. scrub. Yeah. He's yeah, a scrub. But, uh, I would scrub. take Caleb over that guy as my quarterback. Thanks. I'll take that as a compliment. He won a bowl game. He made it to the NFL. I would say that's a real I mean, big hey, compliment. He had a, he had a famous he, name. He had a name. Did he yeah. make it to the NFL because of Elizabeth? Maybe. Because of his name. I think Hasselbeck. Maybe yeah. they just wanted Elizabeth hanging around the locker room. Oh. Wait. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't she know was on Survivor. <laughs> she was on She won Survivor. She Did won she? a, mil- oh, she won a million dollars What does she need it for? Yeah. She well, didn't, and then she landed the job on The View. So so she she downgraded by marrying Tim Hasselbeck, is right. what we're saying. It sounds like a step back in I mean, yeah. he, put it No, this way. she married He's, Matt. At least Matt went to a Super Bowl. Yeah. Well, Tim, he still works is, on is, is ESPN, it, Isn't Tim he? Hasselbeck dashingly handsome? No. I don't know if I would ever describe another man as dashingly handsome. Not even remotely. What is this, and, like and medieval look, times? Like, no, I, yeah. I'm saying. Are you, you ascribed to you, the queen? When you what say is she, do, you obviously, have you seen Tim Hasselbeck? No, I don't look at, I've no, never okay, seen well, him outside of his You would helmet. know how, how facetious I am being by saying what I said. She is an attractive woman, and Matt Hasselbeck could be in a circus, or I should say Tim should. All right, enough of that. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Um, you know, a couple of things that I did want to talk about with the Golden Knights, Chris, uh, that, that were glaring. One of them, um, the Reeves penalty. And I don't think it was, it was obviously not malicious to hurt the guy or anything. No, because if he wanted it, to hurt the guy, he he would have. He could have killed him. He would have legitimately but Chris, gone right Chris, through him. Either way, you were in a 0-0 hockey game. Yeah. That was an absolute bonehead play, period. And there was yeah. when I watched it over and over again, I'm like, why would you even take the risk of just lifting that shoulder up at this point in the game in a third period of a Game 7 playoff game, and you're going to put your team uh, under the gun? It turned out to be for five minutes they had to kill off a penalty. They did it. It's gonna. It's it's forgotten, but no, I promise it's, it's, you one thing. It's, it's well, not no, forgotten. Well, no, suspended he's, for a game. He's suspended yeah. for a game, but what I'm saying is, my point is, you it's, won the series. it's forgotten yeah, yeah. by a lot of the fans. We won the series, but here who's not forgotten by? It's not forgotten by his teammates, and it's definitely not forgotten by Pete DeBoer, regardless of the one-game suspension. I will be surprised if Ryan Reeves doesn't get a harsher penalty than that by his coach. No, as the no. C- you don't they, think so? They, they, 
Dallas is. I a, know he downplayed it, Chris. But well, come no, on, I mean, man. Here's, here's a, well, that's his job. His job is to downplay it. He's you tell me up. he wasn't furious. I'm sure he was, oh and I'm, and I'm sure everybody. But you know what? You you we've all played team sports, right? I mean, Caleb Caleb won a bowl or took UNLV to a bowl game, right? Only what four quarterbacks in the history of the school have ever done that? Yeah. He's one of them. During that season, I'm sure there was a wide receiver who dropped the I pass. I didn't say it, by the way. You know. <laughs> there was a wide receiver who dropped the pass. Yeah. Maybe there was an offensive lineman who who held on a big play and it got called back. I mean, guys make mistakes in team sports. It's just part of the game. Ryan Reeves isn't a dirty player. He is a guy who goes out there, and for what he does, I'm, I'm with Pete DeBoer. He doesn't take a lot of penalties. For a guy who could just maul people on the ice, he doesn't. He's he, he's but, a, if you want to call him a clean goon, then he's a clean goon. Yeah, That's I was going to say. I was going to say this but, is his brand, but though. it he's, doesn't matter. You, I, the, I mean, I'm sorry. I can't even. I can't even believe we're arguing about this. I, this guy that not, was a horrible penalty. It, it, and it, right now, if the Knights are out of the playoffs and they score three goals during that five minutes, this discussion started and is completely different than it is right well, now. Yeah, but 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 the thing is. I mean, we can't it, it, we can't downplay that. Look well, what happened to them last you, year. You, they got snake bit last year. I think year. you don't downplay it, but at the same time, you, you don't, don't elevate you don't it. You don't guy. escalate it. Like yeah, it, the, you it, don't crush it, the guy for history it. History you know will he, be kind to because we won't remember that as the Knights yeah, go on to win I mean, the series, and they did. And, so. and here's the other thing. The job that they did killing that penalty, Brady McNabb, Zach Whitecloud, the two, the two defensemen on the ice for almost the entirety of that five-minute major. That was incredible. That is... It was incredible. That took the soul out of the Vancouver Canucks. You knew at that point they weren't getting shots on goal, yeah, which so, is incredible. So you, you knew five minutes and they couldn't get shots well, on. How goal. about the Flyers last night? Same thing. Yeah, they had like thirteen incredible. shots yeah. on goal with like five minutes to go in the game. But you know, it the gets thing, very frustrating. It's, but. It, it was it was a, a bad penalty by Reeves. He's punished for it. He got tossed out of the game. You know what? I know people will argue. Oh well, the rule says it. Look, the reality is it was a bad hit. He should have been ejected for it. He should be suspended for it. Yep. But you know what? Vegas is deep enough. I'm forgiving him. Hey, we, we're moving on. I'm just saying that I wonder what's really going through the mind of Pete DeBoer, and I do believe we will see more repercussions I, from I, I this. Mean, what, I don't what, think there's anything would, going through. What more would he do? I, I, yeah. I, what more would he do? Would he, he would scratch him for no, another he's not no, going to scratch him. It's because about winning. He, here's he still the thing. wants to win. I understand it's about winning. Let's be realistic. Come on, guys. Do you need Ryan Reeves? to win the hockey games. I, I'd you like to have him. Here, okay, I don't mind having him either, but let me tell you something. William Carrier can almost, almost do what Reeves can, and he is a better scorer. He is a better skater, and when you stand next to William Carrier in the locker room, he's a pretty imposing figure, yeah, too. But, but William Carrier doesn't instill the fear in opposing teams. Because he's away. never had to. But, but that's he, never he, been that's, his, what is, but, his main role. What, what you're missing been, with, with Ryan Reeves is... Think about game one and game three. The Golden Knights won those games in large part because Dominic, or Ant, not Dominic, Antoine Roussel took himself out of the game. Was because, neutralized. Because Ryan Reeves yes, got under his skin. I'm not going to say Chris. He got under the skin. Chris, You, you can't downplay the significance I, Ryan Reeves plays here, in this team. Thing. Chris, I have been a gigantic, and I will continue to be a gigantic Ryan Reeves supporter in the National Hockey League. As you just said, I think the role that he plays, he plays it as good as anybody in the league. He is probably the cleanest and least dirty goon I've ever seen, and, and as intimidating as anyone yeah, out there. Yeah, he's not Marty McSorley. 
I'll give him all that. But I will also say this. Let's be realistic. The guy's expendable. I mean, he's not somebody well, clearly, that's going to win clearly you Clearly the cup. team didn't think he was expendable because they just re-signed him. I'm happy, I'm happy they did. I'm just saying, believe me right now, if we were sitting here saying Mark Stone was suspended for today's game... I'd be a little bit more nervous than I am with Ryan Reese. Well, well, yeah, you can't I, compare the two. It's, it's I'm not. not it's, it's I'm just an apples to mangoes comparison. I, but wow, that's mangoes. my. my I, I like mangoes. mangoes. I like yeah, mangoes too. But the, the, the whole what I'm saying is this team. You won't. I don't think they're going to miss a beat right. with Ryan Reeves out they of the may, lineup. They may because Dallas is a is a physical team that will beat you up. They're heavy. They play heavy. But, so, so I get that he's not the biggest loss. I understand that point. But I don't think the the point about DeBoer punishing him further by scratching him for an additional game out after the suspension. I don't I think you want to be at full strength regardless. Yeah, you, you, it you, might not be your it's not Patch Reddy missing or Stone missing right, or anything like that, know, but it's it's still a piece of the puzzle that you need there. Yeah, if I you're will trying not to make a the championship if you punish him another game, you're punishing the team another game. Why yeah, would you do absolutely. that? Absolutely. And, and you're, you're hurting I yourself. I don't know that you're punishing the team. Another uh, I, I think, he, I, I think I, I that think you say to somebody that, hey, that was a game seven, and we're alive, thank God, because your teammates picked up the pace in a big way well, let me to ask cover you, though. your let ass. Let me ask you, though. And, and, his his and, replacement, and, presumably, if he's healthy, is any, Nick Cousins, right? Would you rather have Nick Cousins or Ryan Reeves oh, on the ice? Oh, come on! I'm not even going to answer that question. Well, well, that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. I, 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 but 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 the point is, is Nick Cousins can get you a goal. Ryan Reeves is going to get you a goal if he's lucky. Ryan Reeves scored the game-winning goal in the in the Western Conference Finals I, two years ago. I, he I, scored the winning goal I, in a Stanley Chris, Cup final. I remember both of us talking to him about that. But the point and is, I understand it's lightning in a bottle. But the reality is, Ryan Reeves has the ability to get to the front of the net, disturb the goalie, disturb the other team. Downplaying his loss, like he's just a, a, a I, if, if the, if the I, that, team that, felt he wasn't replaceable, they wouldn't have re-signed him. I'm not disagreeing. Twice, like I twice said, twice they re-signed him. He, he is, to say Ryan Reeves is not a replaceable hockey player is ridiculous. He's a fourth line goon, and I love. You're, the you're guy. really downplaying his no, role I'm on the team. Not, I, yes. I know how important that he is to this well, team. Well, you can't. You, you know how important no, he is, but I, you're downplaying he, him as a teammate, as somebody that's got your back. Yes, he's very important to this team. As far as this team elevating and winning, no, I don't think he is. Let, let me ask but, you. Let me but ask do you. Do I this. want Hold Ryan on. Reeves to be a Vegas Golden Knight? Yes, well, I would let me, prefer let me ask you this. that he was on our team than on an opposing team. Why? Why do you not see other teams hitting players on? Why do you not see William Carlson get hit like Tyler Mott did? Why do you not see other guys in the Golden Knights get lit up like you see on other teams? Because you have Ryan Reeves to answer the bell to. Okay, like I said, there is an intimidating factor, but I think you can you can win without it. And, I'm not saying you. I'm not okay. saying that you're not going to win I'm without glad, Ryan Reeves. I'm in the glad. Lineup, I I love having an argument about Ryan Reeves because a couple of years ago there were so many fans in this town that were just repulsed that we got this guy that he was going to upset the chemistry of oh, this you know beautiful what? poetry and motion. It was, it was such. It, a, and, and the funny and I thing was, is, I loved when we got Ryan Reeves. I was one of his one of the biggest advocates that we need this toughness for a. Postseason run, but, I now, but now today we don't though. I, I, no, I am pissed. I feel at like what, you're contradicting yourself here, Brian. I am, I am pissed <laughs> at what he did. And yeah, I, and but being pissed at what he did doesn't mean you 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 cripple yourself in a I, Western but, Conference final series. My, 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 He's already suspended for thing, one. You're going to spin for another. Now you're down 0-2. You're going to dig yourself out I'm of I'm not hole. doing anything. You're fired, Pete DeBoer. I that's that's what I hear. I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if Pete DeBoer did. Guys, quickly moving on, Leonard. 
Were you at all surprised that he came out and played Game 7? Now, I'm going to tell you this, no. and this is what I, what I said. Of course, I wasn't either. <laughs> but here's what I'm saying, though. I said that putting Flurry in net for Game 7, I, just, just having a, a water-cooler conversation, made sense to me in this regard. Number one, Leonard is, Leonard is going back-to-back. He hadn't had a rest. It was a very emotionally draining game. Okay, and and for him, number two, you want to show Flurry that hey, I know you can win a game seven. You've been in three Stanley Cup Finals already. That you've had a significant role in. You could do this. And the key is if they if they lose, it proves to everyone Flurry's not the goalie of the future. Leonard is. If they win, yeah, you've got a tiny bit of a controversy in the next round, but the Boers made it clear that Leonard's the number one goalie, and I don't think anyone that understands the game would argue that in any way, shape, or form. I didn't think it would have been a horrible move. I did think he would start Leonard. I said, you're going to see Leonard in goal, but I wouldn't have thought it would have been a horrible move politically for him or for the team, and I think Fleury, would Fleury have done the job? All I know is in that game, if you watched Game 7, Leonard made a save that might have been the best save yeah, of the Stanley Cup Finals. That I don't game, know. Man. I don't. He, he didn't make a ton of saves, but the quality of two or three of those saves, right. I don't know that Marc-Andre Fleury makes today. I know that maybe in, in the peak of his career, Marc-Andre Fleury could make any save that any goaltender ever could. But I think right now, Leonard not in goal, they might lose that game. I think I think one of the things, too, the reason I wouldn't have, if I'm a coach making a decision in any intense playoff series, is because throwing somebody in there who didn't play in the last game, the intensity of game six, I think... Uh, get your adrenaline running, you're, you're adjusted to the speed of the game going into Game 7. It's kind of like what the Lakers are going through right now with the Rockets. We'll probably talk about it later, where the Rockets have just been in an intense series with seven-game series going tooth and nail with another team. So when they come to the next game, they're still at that heightened level of intensity. Um, and then the other players aren't. The Lakers aren't at that level of intensity. So you do the same thing with, with Leonard and Flurry. I understand, but what the Islanders did with Falarmoff. Right. And they sat it, him, it, it can they? work, but I think, I they, think playing I mean, they the odds. And then would, they put in a backup goaltender who yeah, gets but, a shutout. But Grace but, didn't face maybe two quality shots. I would shots just rather well, have the guy that's, that's in that intense moment who's played in the intensity of a game six that, that was a tough game to be in net to start game seven. That's just how I would do because you're at that level. See, here's you don't what have to I would warm say, up to And I want to get Chris's opinion on it too, but here's what I would have this this if I would have started Flurry, here's the way I would have handled it to bore. I go down, I sit down with Mark Andre Flurry and I say, here's a deal. I'm putting you between the pipes tonight. I'm gonna give you the choice if you want to go between the pipes tonight. And the reason I'm saying that is the leash is going to be short, so short that it's going to be strangling you. You have to understand this is game do seven. Do you want somebody and playing I'm, under that pressure? Hell yes, because if he can do it, because I think Flurry can do it. But I what if he, what if he goes it, in there and buckles for, and it okay. gives up two goals? Then, and then, 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 then you like, know what? Then you pull him and you put Leonard. You, you, put count, Leonard on your, in with a, you count on your team. And, oh, and you tell man. Robin Leonard, here's the deal. Here's the deal. I'm putting Flurry between the pipes tonight only because, man, you've played a ton. You just played last night. It's back-to-back, but be ready. I think His that's a cop-out as a coach. I, I think yeah. I think you got to make a decision yeah. and stand by it. Yeah. Like if you, you know put what? Flurry in, you ride with Flurry all game. I, 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 you know, I, and that's I your like decision. Coach, I'm you just saying, I'm saying if you're going to put the other guy in, put all the pressure in the world on him and let him know it's on him. Oh. Because he already knows it's on him, right? No. It's, Who no. doesn't that's love terrible. pressure in sports? That guy between the pipes shaking. Like If I sneeze, I'm going to get benched. He, he, no, not if you sneeze. If you let in a <laughs> if you let in a cheap goal, we're we're done well, with you. Who, who's coaching the team? Bobby Hauk? Yeah, ah, he got it in there. You know, I was hoping well you, done, you, 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 you don't you don't. <laughs> 
You don't you don't do that. Listen, the reality is Robin, hey, I, I was just throwing up some food. You know what I'm saying? Robin I Leonard, is, Leonard is the clear cut number one goalie on this team. There is zero, everybody out there better know that yeah, by now. There is too. zero debate about it. Three shutouts but, in a series. Yeah, but here's the thing. Insane. I know Pete DeBoer said he wasn't thinking about Game 7 when asked about it after they lost Game 5. He said, I'm focused on Game 6. I'm not worried about Game 7. In the back of your mind, I think as a coach, you have to think about Game 7. Whether or not you believe you're going to get there, you have yeah. to at least have a plan. I would have started Flurry in Game 6 and Leonard in Game 7. Because you still had that game to burn. I know. I agree. The only reason I said game seven was one reason only. And I think you would have gotten. Because it's the back-to-back element. Which is is why I think you would have started Flurry game six. In in any sport, I mean, the only guy that never, ever leaves his position for the entire game is the goaltender in hockey. That's it. Never leaves his position. You're standing on your feet the entire time. And you just got done doing it in an intense game the night before. I still start you. But I'm saying that would be the reason there's food for thought is to think, do I want someone fresh? The Islanders did it. They knew they had to rest yeah, their goal. But their situation and he also is, had a little is, bit. He also looked like his leg was a little tweaked. Well, listen, but Semyon Volomov has, has had a really good playoffs. But Grice has played a bunch for the Islanders in the playoffs. The difference between Varlamov and Grice is not that great. Oh, I think it's big right now. I don't think overall, Chris, it's great. Grice Grice won a bunch of games for him. He did, and he got a shutout. But I'm telling you right now, uh, Varlamov has been been absolutely unbelievable. I think you could see he's starting to tire because he 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 hadn't been great. He needed the rest. I agree. You know, so, so talking about all that real quick, because we we spent one problem with only having the hour show. We don't get enough time. Mm -hmm. But I want to ask you both. Does Fleury see the ice again in the Stanley Cup playoffs? No. What do you think, Caleb? Well, barring something catastrophic. Yeah, I was, was going to say barring Leonard slipping. If they go slipping. up three zip no. against Dallas, does he get game four? No. I Because I figure I, I'd say why. There's yeah. no point there. Keep him sharp. Keep him fresh. You don't let him know sharp. you still believe in him. No, you don't, I, I, don't I don't think you do to. believe at in him. At this point in his career, <laughs> at this point in his career, if he needs, if he, at this point in his, his long, lengthy uh, Hall of Fame career, at this point, if he needs somebody to, to, to encourage him or to believe in he's him. He's got his agent. He'll do it for play. Him. Yeah, he, he, he should be pretty much self-sufficient in the confidence category. I say point. if they win three straight, he plays in game no. four against here's Dallas. The, here's the thing. Although you're right, why would you want to give him the glory of winning the series yeah, when Leonard's I, done I'd, all? I'd say well, sweep him and get to rest. Yeah, yeah, here's Leonard the other can, thing. Leonard can get his rest after the sweep. And, and, and this is going to be tough for fans to digest. Well, fans are going to hate both of you. I'm at you, least saying you, I get you, game you four. as a fan. I don't mind being hated by fans. <laughs> no, I went know, to UNLV I, for Christ's sakes. I'd rather be honest. Yeah, <laughs> I remember. I remember hearing those boos. Yeah, but they're, they're aggressive boos yeah, at Sam yeah. Boyd. <laughs> all, all 15 people in the stands. No, that was that was it, a it thing. It's real personal. Yeah, that was the thing though. When Caleb, when Caleb played, there was like 72 people in the stands. <laughs> now true. there's 15. Yeah, because Bobby Houck had 15 kids. So. <laughs> Couple, a lot of brothers too. Yeah, a lot of brothers. One actually played. Yeah. How did one of his brothers make it to the NFL? Too? Yeah, Tim, right? Tim made yeah. it. Yeah, I don't know. He's was he coaching guy. the team when you were there? Yeah, he yeah, coached he a, a year, a yeah. defensive yeah. coordinator. But yeah. no, here, here's what I was going to say. It's gonna. It, this is going to suck for fans. Welcome to pro sports. This is. We talked yeah. about this at the beginning of the season too. Yeah, when they I, or at the beginning of the restart, how what what's the fan reaction in Vegas going to be when right. Flurry has to finally see? Yeah, it? That's I mean, all we've ever known. It's, it's going, going to be yeah, hard for people to move on 
But I think they need to start making preparations. Will it be as bad as when when Barry Sanders retired well, Fleury, from the Lions? I don't think wants to retire yet. <laughs> no, no, and I, I don't also think he's don't think retire. he wants to sit on the bench. No. So, so he's probably going to be gone after this season. I mean, that's the reality of it. I'm glad the you Knight, said it. Not the me. Knights would never. <laughs> the Knights would never deprive him of that opportunity. Believe me, it's not that I don't think they would love to have him as a backup for another year, especially no, you, a, a fresh Mark Andre Fleury on he, the bench, he ready at any want time. To be a backup. If, no, if they, of if they win not. the cup, if they win the cup, does he retire? I think he Maybe. should, but that would but be I, that would be interesting decision. For go him. out, go out, go, go out, out on top. A lot of them should, you know, and, and that's going to be a subject for the, when we talk about the Raiders. A guy that I'm not saying he was on top because the Cowboys haven't been on top for a while, but why the hell are you coming to the Raiders for one lousy year, Jason Witten? And uh, screw up your brain a little bit more. What's wrong with you, man? They've got two tight ends in front of you. Retire and give someone like Javen White uh, a roster spot. Uh, I'm sorry, I, I went off on that. And that was going to yeah. be for the Raiders thing. But real quickly, final thing is, uh, guys, okay, we move into the Western and the Eastern Conference Finals. Mags, your predictions? I think Tampa wins in five. As well as the Islanders are playing, I just feel like Tampa's taking it to another level. They 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 got past Columbus, and they've been cruising since. Um, and I think the Golden Knights win. I mean, look, Dallas is a really good team. I feel like... Okay. I don't know... Okay. I don't know if Dallas gives Vegas as many shots that Vancouver did, but I don't feel like Antoine Hudobin, Anton, not Antoine, Anton Hudobin, still thinking of Roussel, <laughs> he's not going to play as well as Demko did. Like, I just don't see it. Demko was, he was legit between the parts. I mean, him and Leonard were going at it pretty much for that series. It was a, a I, I mean, not being the biggest hockey fan yet, it, some of the saves that they were both making were very impressive. Like you said, I, I think Leonard had one of the the uh, with the left hand that save that he made that was a sure goal. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know how think, he made that I don't, catch, but you, you think they'll get by the Dallas? Yeah, pretty, I, pretty I do. I think pretty. I I would say five games. I think they might might drop one, but I I'd, I'd say a five game series. Um, like I said, I think the intensity of the series that they just played in will carry over for the, for the Knights. And I just like like Max said, I don't think that the stars are as good as as Vancouver is. So I think it'll be a pretty easy series. But we could be wrong. It's no, sports. I, agree, I agree with you too. I think there. that the stars are probably just thrilled they got by the Avalanche, and uh, especially after dropping uh, two games when they're up three to one. It's amazing that all three teams that dropped two ended up winning. You know, coming back and winning Game Seven. But I'll tell you right now, Chris, I I do think the Knights. You know, and I I don't think it's being a homer. I just don't think that Dallas has enough to play with the Knights in a seven game series. The Knights are so stacked. They're so deep at every position. Defensively, they are so fundamentally sound. The Knights just have to make sure they keep winning the battles in the neutral zone. And the one thing the Knights are doing this year, Chris, that that, that I don't believe that I, I, at least I don't remember them doing as much last year or the year before, man, they're winning important draws. Well, and that's such a big thing. thing to win draws. Guys like Wah that win draws is so big for this team. And, uh, and you see it late in games, man. You need to win draws. You need to win the battle in the neutral zone. And the Knights have been doing both those things. And then you've got like guys like Shea Theodore that is as good and as talented as of a puck handler as anybody in the league, and he's a defenseman. Well, here's the thing. Top to bottom, Vegas has the better roster. They have the better goalie. They have the better, the best player in the series in Mark Stone. I feel like, although I really, I really like Miro Haskinen, I feel like Shea Theodore is the best defenseman. Dallas just seems to have found something. Everything's clicking for them. 
They're going to be, I don't think it's going to be an easy series. I think it's going to be a very close series. But I think it's one of those series where, despite it being close, Vegas could win all those close games just because I feel like talent-wise they're the better team. But it could be a lot like that King series in year one where Vegas swept. I don't think they're going to sweep. But every game was a nail biter, one nothing, two one double overtime. Could be game. a game like that. Dallas is really I, hustling. I don't. I don't home. think they're going to be low scoring games. So I have a feeling fans are going to be on the edge of their seat for the entire series because I I really feel like no two teams in the West have obviously have played better than Dallas. I mean, Dallas lost six straight games coming into the bubble before the pause. Then they lost their first two games in the bubble. They beat St. Louis, and since they beat St. Louis, they have been on fire. They crushed the, the flames, extinguished the flames. I like that. And they they were the better they team in the Colorado. They outlasted the Avalanche. Yeah. That's what they did. Although the Avalanche losing their number one goaltender was a huge loss, and, and people need to recognize that because Colorado is a very good hockey team. The last thing I'll say, my prediction, yeah, I see the Knights, uh, I see the Knights winner, and I'm going to say in six games. I think it's going to be really close. But like you said, I wouldn't be shocked if it's a sweep. And on the other side in the Eastern Conference, as good as Tampa Bay is, I think right now the Islanders are firing all city, all, 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 all cylinders. They're a defensive team first, but you wouldn't have known that yesterday. They were literally flying. They look like the fastest team in the world in that game yesterday. And Matt Barzell is, is I, I ridiculous. Was, he, I was, he's so good. Uh, it, it, it was why Watching a guy like Andy Green, a true great beard, literally was a lot of fun and seeing him get a goal. And they picked him up just for that reason, Chris. Yeah. A guy that's a veteran that can get some goals in late. And then, you know, but, but the thing is, on this Islanders team, Chris, and tell me if I'm wrong, everybody scores. Everybody checks. Everybody attacks. Everybody well, that's, blocks that's, shots. That's Barry Trotz. It's Barry Trotz. God, you think Washington might be regretting their decision oh, absolutely. to let that guy yeah. go a little bit? I mean, bit? here's the other thing. Two years ago, the Islanders lost their best player, John Tavares. The franchise player left, went to Toronto. How many games and how many series have the Maple Leafs won in that time? None. 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 The Islanders are now playing in the Eastern Conference Finals. They went to the second round last year. They obviously won multiple rounds this year. They have won, what, five rounds? Yeah. Three of them in Toronto? Because yeah. remember, they had to play Florida in that first yep. in that first round series. So they beat Florida. They they beat Washington. They destroyed the Capitals. Yeah, they did. They were clearly the superior team against the Flyers yesterday. The, the number yep. one seed in the East. No, they just look faster, but like you said, they are the most fundamentally sound team in hockey, and that goes right to their coach. It's an organization, and Lou, you, know who built, you know who's and their even, general manager? Lou Lamarillo. Yeah, the guy knows what he's doing. 100%. I, I was going to say my best bet, if you're looking for the conference finals, they're plus 165 in the series. I like the Islanders. I really do. Long overdue for a break. We're going to take a break. We've got still the NFL to talk about. We've got fact this, some interesting uh, things going on there, and like I said, we definitely want to touch on the We'll be right back. All right, out of line, Fox Sports Radio, 98.9 FM, 1340 AM. Did you roller skate to this song? Is this your roller skating it jam? It is a roller skating jam. Like, yeah. 100%. Roller skating song. 100%. I like 
I could see right now looking outside, I see John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John skating down the street. We used to roller skate wow. to White Lines by Grandmaster Flash. That was an electric avenue. God. Those are those are our two you know big roller skates. Roller skate, I was roller skating at the Crocodile Rock by Elton John. Oh, yeah, I know man. it's bad. You should have said that. I, yeah. I know, I, hey, I'm just letting you know. You want you know, a walking real guys, cane real with quick, that? The biggest... If there's any women listening, they now know how old you are. <laughs> they do, they do. But I look good. Hey, listen. Uh, Biggest surprise in sports, I think, in any sport right now, to me. The Bucks getting swept? Miami Heat, brother. What is going on with the Miami? Jimmy Buckets. This is a team, not just Jimmy Buckets. You're talking about, we were talking about Andre Iguodala. I mean, 106 years old, played when Allen Iverson was playing, and this guy is still, I mean, a big part of of my favorite players with the Sixers. Jay Crowder, I mean, how many big three-pointers does this guy continue to hit for this Miami Heat team? This team is going to eliminate the Milwaukee Bucks, the one and only team that I thought could even give a team in the West a, a series. Well, here's it. And they're about to get knocked out. And now I'm starting to think, is Miami for real, Caleb? No, I, I think they are. They have a lot of people that aren't afraid of the moment. I, I think young players like Bam Adebayo, are, who's Duncan not afraid Robinson? of it. Duncan Robinson is not afraid of the moment. The shot, some of the shots he <sighs> takes, the, the, the gall he has to take, the shots that he's taking. You got uh, Drogic, who has bounced How around the league. How about the, the old UNLV guy, Derek Jones? Look, yeah, we've got a yeah. lot of guys that just aren't afraid of the moment, and they're they're athletic enough to, to keep up. Maybe well, not stop Giannis, but everybody else on the Bucks roster, nobody else on the roster can create their own shot. I mean, Chris Middleton's gotten hot in a couple of these games, but it doesn't really mean much. Because, Tyler Hero looks ex- yeah, in the and, NBA and for six it, like, years all now. The I mean, ga- all the, these players that we're naming are guys that aren't Crowder, uh, Hero, Iguodala, Butler, of course, Jimmy Butler. These guys aren't afraid all of big better moments. Better than average. Yeah, and, they're, and they're, Jimmy Butler's a superstar, and everyone else is better than average. Whoever constructed this roster deserves high praise right now. Whoever's idea well, was Pat Riley. Really Pat and, and, Riley. Right. Yeah. So and, Pat Riley. Here's the other thing. He's Pat the Riley's orchestrator it's of like, this team. Yeah. Well, how about how about the fact that Eric Spolster won, won, won two coaches, won, won two NBA titles, right? Like, but people joked, oh, all he did was roll the ball out for LeBron and Wade. Not anymore. You know what? Maybe he's a pretty damn good coach. He has flipped this team around a couple of times, and I'll tell you what, somehow Miami has always been a competitive basketball team with him at the helm and Riley orchestrating everything. I mean, I'm really impressed, and this is, like I said, it is the biggest surprise in sports right now. When you look at the body of work in the team, maybe it's not as big of a surprise, but before it started, were you thinking the Heat was going to be in the mix to play in the Eastern Conference Finals? Be real. No, I, I would say them and the Raptors were the biggest Surprise coming into the playoffs. I mean, the Even Raptors. The Raptors, the Raptors lost, they're still defending right, champions. Right, but, I mean, everybody thought the fall off would be yeah. a lot harder for them losing Kawhi and Danny Green, who had big buckets for them uh, in the championship run. But though th- we knew about that surprise earlier in the season, though. So the Miami Heat were th- are the surprise, I think, of the playoffs I, I, as far as the restart. The Miami getting in, and people were pretty much assuming that. The Bucks would walk through with that number one seed, just walk through the Eastern Conference. But Miami had other plans, and they're playing like they're not afraid of Giannis Antetokounmpo, like they're not afraid of the Bucks, and they're taking it to them. I, I, I think that's why you play the game. You don't ever know, especially in seven game series, um, who's going to play what games, who's going to show up, who's going to dominate a series. Now Miami could dominate this series; they could sweep the Bucks and then go. And get sweeped by down, Boston right, right. or Toronto. Exactly. No so, doubt. That's just the way that the ball happened. Nobody thought OKC would take the Rockets to seven games, 
Like that was another surprise no, on the Western we're Conference. The, the, right. It, this whole it's thing a is wacky exciting. Play. It's, it's and what very about, exciting. Even on the other side, Denver and the way they're playing against the Clippers. I was going to go back. To, I was going to to Dallas. The way Dallas played the Clippers in the first round. Like, who, who saw that coming? And without I, Porzingis for I, two no, of without the, Porzingis, three of the games. I actually like Dallas as my sleeper. Yeah. Now I would have obviously in retrospect I would have taken Miami. But I'm telling you what, the Denver Nuggets are no slouch. That two headed monster of Jokic and Murray, they're the real deal. I mean, come on, tell me Jamal Murray and is was, not. Is not becoming well, one of the biggest superstars. I, I'll be in the honest. NBA. I, I I think maybe a little bit of a motivating factor for them is the fact that Mike Malone, their coach, is pissed. Yeah. Do you see why he's pissed off about, about his family not being able to come? And you know what? Yeah. It, it, he's he's I, right. It's understandable. Why, why, why do referees time, get to bring a guest, but yes. coaches can't? Like, yes. well, it's ridiculous. It's just, the rules are so stupid. Yeah. But Look at the Kentucky I mean, Derby. The working, every, everybody that. was there. If you, if you if you were someone that picked up the horse's crap, you got to go to the Kentucky Derby. Well, I mean, someone needs to do that job. Yeah, well. that's a, there's a lot. Crap at, at derbies, <laughs> but uh, but no. You I want to do that job, like going going. To, I would have done it to go to the derby. talking about Denver, uh, not just the two stars that they have with Jokic, who's who's a unicorn in his own right, Ugh. and and Murray, but they have two of the most athletic wings, and they match up well with the Clippers with Grant and with Harris. Oh, Gary Those Harris two is on the just wings a beast. Are are absolutely studs, and, and they like went to Michigan shows. State. So. And the big thing is they're able to knock down key shots. So yeah. you can't just focus your whole defense on Jokic and Murray because you had Harris hit three of the biggest threes in the game they in the fourth quarter. They moved the ball so well, they, they, They're they, the only team in the NBA right now. Uh, the Warriors were like this when they were uh, in the past few years, that run consistent offense. Yeah. When they have the ball, it's not just high screen and roll. It's a consistent offense, for player movement, and ball movement. in the first it's, half. It's, it's, nuts. Un- it's unbelievable how good they are. I still think the Clippers will get by this series. But the Clippers really keep making it hard for themselves, man. And by the time they get to the Lakers, they're going to be out of gas. I mean, the way that they're playing right now, and I think as the, a Laker fan, I don't, I don't, uh, uh, I don't you're, you're probably not unhappy about that. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't think so. Listen, we're going to take our final break right now. Let's get back. We'll come back that with fact. This we'll talk a little bit about the NFL and also about the Las Vegas Aces. Facts this. If you don't like the facts, take your ass back to bed. Fact this. Yeah, it's a fact. Yesterday, Deshaun Watson, quarterback of the Houston Texans, signed the second largest contract in NFL history. Uh, no matter what he's going to, um, no matter what happens, I should say, he will have accumulated over $100 million before his 30th birthday. This is Deshaun Watson after finding out he hit the lottery. Uh, the money is, is, is amazing. Um, it's life-changing. It's great. But the biggest thing is for the Minaire family, OB, Jack, to just trust in me and believe in me that uh, you know I'm their guy, I'm their quarterback, is the biggest thing that really touches me. Um, you know, growing up from where, I, where I'm from, um, there's not too many people to make it out. And so for them to... Re- I mean, for them to just trust me, I mean, it means the most. So um, that, that's the biggest thing. That's the biggest thing. It, it means the most. 
Um, I think what means the most is the four-year, $160 million extension. The contract's worth $177.54 million with nearly $111 million in guarantees. I decided after he signed that contract that I am, you know, I, we, we found out that I am going to be a grandfather, whether it is going to be a granddaughter or a grandson, I am going to not push them into sports. I'm going to push them into being a sports agent because I was looking at 10% of that contract and thought, wow, it'd be a pretty good job to be a sports agent. I mean, let's be real, guys. I, I, Deshaun Watson's a good guy. I've, I've never read anything to disparage that. But aren't you crying pretty happy no matter what happens and no matter where you're from if you get $111 million guaranteed? Mm, I think it hits a little different. I think I Because I, I personally felt his emotion like it, it was what what the NFL means to a guy like Deshaun Watson it is a life-changing thing like and it's not just your life it's your entire family's life like you have 10 you million have, is life-changing yeah, yeah. And, and so so I, I think he had already had that moment when he got drafted but this secures generational wealth for him and his grandchildren like and his like grandchildren's grandchildren's so, and grandchildren and it's it's you know the the things that he will be able to impact about and change about his situation are are absolutely emotion bringing i think I, I, in that moment you can i can feel this is just me taking himself back to what he had to go through and the life he's had to live until this point to where now he's secure. Like he has a guaranteed $100 million waiting for him. That sense of security is something that you don't have growing up the way he did. And uh, knowing that you're going to be fine financially, knowing that your family won't be hungry, knowing that you'll know, you know, these type of things, that's a weight lifted off of not just your shoulders, but your family. Because when I think about how he felt, I think about my mom and like what my mom had to do to make sure I had to eat. And what, you know, my, what, my, the sacrifices that other people in my family had to make to make sure I got opportunities or things like that. So now the fact that he doesn't have to worry about that for his kids and for his grandchildren and for their children and so on and so forth, it's a different lifestyle and it, it, it's emotional. Some people react differently to it. And I think it does hit a little differently when you struggled growing up. I think if you're already kind of grew up comfortably, I didn't, Patrick Mahomes, for instance, he grew up comfortable. It's not like it's, it's not his fault he did, but he grew up comfortable. So the money he gets is something more of, I'm going to be able to continue something that I've lived and maybe make it better. But I don't think maybe. I think definitely definitely better. But no, I think Deshaun Watson is it's it's so it pulls you up from a different place. And I think emotions sometimes come out catching on an interview is just something I think that moment usually would happen like when you're talking to your mom, reflecting about the things. But I can understand it coming out when being asked about the money. You know, it's unbelievable money. My 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 big thing is is you know. I just, it's just so hard for me to wrap my arms around that much money for doing what he does. And well, it just, I mean, it, it, I, just, it just, it just, it just, I'm sorry. I never, just, I, I it, guess it's, maybe. It's getting to the point of ridiculousness, uh, not, not stealing a, the, the, the show title, but come on, man. I mean, it, it, it is getting to the point where we can't start seeing all these contracts. I, Deshaun Watson, right now, I would say, in my opinion, you, do you want to say he's the third best quarterback in the National Football League? He's close to he's the top, third. He's fourth. top five. He's, he's top he's five. five. Yes, he's, he's and top you know what? Five. He took the Texans to the to the AFC title he's game won, last year. You know, playoffs but, two years in a row now, and, and only it'll be his fifth year in the league. But it just it's just hard for me to wrap my arms around that kind of money for it. I, I'm know, happy for him. I am happy for him and his family. Come I, on, don't yeah, get me only, wrong. The only thing that saves me from from feeling it, how ridiculous it is for him or Patrick Mahomes to make this much money for doing what they do is then I look at 
you know, a guy like Jeff Bezos or like we're going even in the NFL, Jerry Jones. Like, what does he do? And he's the one that these guys are the ones that are paying these salaries. I mean, Jeff Bezos made he makes that much money every day, you know, and he, he had a great idea. Like he didn't get he doesn't get. Yeah. And, he, and, he, he and, in, and here's the other thing. Nobody knows what he looks like. Deshaun like, <laughs> Watson isn't isn't putting mom and pop businesses out of business right. like like Bezos is. So he's just getting his I, little I piece look of at the Deshaun pie. Watson as a guy who I mean, look, I know there's people who who aspire to be Jeff Bezos. Yeah, he's not a good guy. Deshaun Watson is a good guy. No, I, I, so I, I, I'm not, I, I, I'm not going to, you know. The amount of money that he's making compared to, like, I understand Bill that. Gates I just hope, guys. I hope he wins a couple of Super Bowls <laughs> I hope he does too, for the Texans but, yeah. but I don't, to make it all worthwhile. I don't, I don't look at what a guy, honestly, I'm numb to it. I could care less what a guy makes. It, it, it has, because you know what? It's not coming out of my pocket. I, I'm not disagreeing with you. But, like but, I said, and, I just, and we can, we can yell point, and scream about what players are making. But look at what the owners make. The players no. are only getting a tiny, tiny piece like of the 40%, pie. Percent, like yeah, what, I, like I, the player I, I understand. Right I, I, between, I understand. between Deshaun Watson and I, and I got to say this: between Deshaun Watson and Kirk Herbstreit yesterday, yeah, I had some that water in emotional. my eyes. Yeah. Definitely some emotional situations, and and you know, just thinking about what Herbstreit said, I, I get you know teary eyed. No, but, I understand. I mean, Watson, look, he's earned it. And and I hate when people throw the freight, you know, it's usually idiots, stupid people. I'm not gonna watch the NFL. These guys are overpaid, oh, yeah. lazy, come on, come on, come on, entitled. Come on. No, come no on. player in the NFL or NBA or NHL or Major League Baseball is entitled. They've all worked their asses off. I worked in minor league baseball. I saw what happens when the season ends to seventy five percent of the players. And there's not much difference. It's just maybe some guys work a little harder than the other guy, and team wants that. No player gets the NFL being lazy and entitled. It's ridiculous. These guys go out there and they earn no, the money. No, they, they they do, but you know, it, it's like I said, the ridiculousness is the amount of money that that some players get, and and, and again, that's just that's the that's the sign of the times. It's where we're at. Well, we got to fly through this. I also wanted to mention I mentioned earlier in the show, Alex Smith. Man, it's amazing. He made the Washington football team. I don't understand. He would be the third quarterback. Seventeen surgeries, and he had a life threat. I mean, he nearly didn't just lose his leg; he nearly lost his life. He yeah. broke his tibia. It was a horrific the injury. But the the affection after, afterwards yeah. was unbelievable, and um, he's going to be their third quarterback. He won't be active most of the season, but Rivera likes him, and he says he's very passionate, wants to play. He's a guy you want in the locker room. I, you know, he, he is, and it know, is. I, I, I just, it. I just don't want to see this guy That's get hurt a, again. And and it's, and it's a it, the thing. I, it's one, an, it's, it's, he's he, never going to play. He should. I, I hope he will never see yeah, the field oh, for his too, sake, for his me family's too, sake. Um, and then, so then, I, then it makes me feel a little bit spiteful because I know how hard it is to make an NFL roster. And he's taking a roster spot on kind of this redemption tour where it's really not something that I and I could be wrong, maybe. But when I see him move, when I see that leg, no, it just it, it just, it, just I, it, uh, it doesn't say elite football players because no, he cannot compete oh, at that God. stage. And I, I just don't I feel like there's a 54th guy somewhere that could have made this roster and his life be changed forever. Well, imagine but if you're Javen White. Yeah, you're yeah. Javen White. Exactly. Hypothetically, you were quickly with Javen White to move over because I know Mags is going to start playing the music in a second. Uh, you know, Alex Smith, I, I, I'm with you. Yeah. I hope he never sees Bill. Javen White, as we mentioned briefly earlier, was waived by the, the Raiders. He made it to the very final cut yesterday. They yeah. cut it down to 53 men. But there is an opportunity for him to clear waivers yeah, and so come back to the team as a practice squad player. No guarantee so that's going to happen. But I think they liked him enough where there's a good no, possibility. I think, I think he gets on the practice squad, if not with the Raiders. 
Raiders somewhere because with the way waivers work is different than release. He got he has the opportunity to be claimed. I think it ends at twelve. And I Eastern think they time, actually, so. if you claim a guy off of waivers, I think you have to put him you on your fifty three man roster. Right? So, so somebody somebody else could put him on the fifty three at this point. So it's actually I take doing him, him on a the favor. Jets. And then and then if he doesn't get claimed off waivers, then the Raiders then the Raiders can take him and put him on. on I, the I sure hope so. He's got all kinds of heart. I told you there was an and eight thousand. Yeah, Jason Witten. My God in heaven, another one. Eight thousand to one odds to win the PGA Tour Championship. Sunjun J.M. scored a six under the best round of second best round of his career, and he's one shot behind Dustin Johnson. That would have been some good money. Bryce Harper thrown out of his 13th Major League Baseball game yesterday, although the Phillies, one of the hotter teams in Major League Baseball. And, of course, Authentic won the Kentucky Derby over one of the biggest favorites in the last 30 years. Tis the law. Bob Baffert gets his sixth Kentucky Derby. I know someone who's part owner of that horse. Do you really? Yes. What, what an accomplishment. Bob Baffert, one of the greatest trainers of all time. Hey, we are out of time. This is Out of Line. I'm Brian Feldman. I want to thank Caleb Herring, of course, Chris Magnum Chapman, and in the other room, the Wiz! Our intern and social media director, Spencer the Wiz. Ostrowski will be back same time next week. Bye-bye.